This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Dawn was on a ghost hunt. At a haunted LA Fitness. Where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole And that's what led them here ah! To trap inside a magic studio The adventures of Bradley and Dawn Bradley and Dawn A Mike Ganger production it's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day. We had a great day and now happy Wednesday. Hi, Bradley, broadcasting from home. Hi, can you hear me? Do I sound like crap? No, you sound okay. <laughs> it's, it's, um, do I really? No, you definitely sound okay. Yeah. Okay, I, good. So, but you, um, you're if not I... feeling great. If I do sound like crap, um, I actually feel way better today, you guys. I'm broadcasting from home today because I got COVID fun. Um, So I will just say thank you to doctors, science, and medicine. I am now one day down on Paxlovid, and I'm feeling way better than I did yesterday. So, Oh, that's good to hear. I hope uh, the audio doesn't... um, disappoint you today because i will try my best not to disappoint you oh no and i just was just thinking you sound so great coming through this way you can't even tell maybe i shouldn't have said you were at home how dare you i wasn't (laughs) going to talk about having covid and now the whole world knows well you know (laughs) it's your privacy and your medical information so i just wanted no i i appreciate it i just thought like i mean it's going to be obvious at some point and um everybody i want to say everybody's doing it but it's you know it's a thing (laughs) the quicker and the sooner um you know it's just put it out there, and uh, it means I'll be broadcasting from home for the next few days. But it also means stay tuned to the next hour of our show. I will tell you about all the TV I've been able to catch up on. That's cool, and how you're staying, uh, Jamie. You're you're away, but you're watching the same thing in your tech. Yeah, we um, we also get to watch some TV together, and I have a really low tech solution. You guys will probably have way fancier ways to watch TV in the age of COVID together, but. We'll talk about that later, but I want to. I, I don't want to take us too far off track because I know there is plenty to talk about when it comes to, of all things, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis's nanny. Wow. Yes. So yesterday we were talking about how Olivia Wilde needs to not be so wild with her comments, uh, especially about Rihanna's Super Bowl performance and ASAP Rocky. Uh, you know, putting that on a reel and saying he's hot. Um. 
and she had to explain yeah, herself. It's just, you know, she's not very self-aware. Like, that comes across as creepy. But uh, so today, yesterday, it was revealed that Erica Gennaro filed a lawsuit against them, both of them, yesterday morning in L.A. court. Now, this is their ex-nanny. And she is suing because she alleges she suffered extreme anxiety while trying to manage the pair's household affairs and raise their two children while enduring their traumatic public breakup. Oh, it was messy. Very messy. It was messy. And I'm sorry, I'm going to blame Olivia for this because she was married to Jason and then she just showed up with Harry Styles at a wedding holding hands with him. Yeah, no, like we totally don't know the total and she moved uh, out. complete list of events but what we do know is that uh she and harry styles got real busy real quick and to your point <laughs> showed up in public real quickly and it's hard not to believe that she and harry styles had something going that jason was not privy to because mm-hmm. i will say if you read the text exchanges and that was one of the things about Uh, this nanny that was so revealing was that she had this intense relationship with the three of them that kind of blew up, which I'm assuming is why she's suing. It blew up. And in the process of it blowing up, she revealed a bunch of text exchanges. And within those text exchanges, it was clear that, um, that Harry Styles, uh, or excuse me, that Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles relationship was not something Jason Sudeikis knew much about. That is right. Now, she says um, in the documents here that um, she's suing because it started out with the abrupt leaving of home by Olivia, where she lived with Sudeikis, in order to pursue Harry Styles, and that the departure became a shared trauma for her and the children. And so she was expected to put back the pieces, pick up the pieces emotionally and care for them around the clock while they were working out their issues. And then... Jason Sudeikis in the other half of this case that she's putting um, all out there is that he took to leaning on her for support. And this is what it says in the suit. It says wild, sudden absence from the home had an adverse consequence on its emotional state, including Sudeikis leaning on on the presence of the plaintiff for support. Although this shared trauma created a bond between plaintiff and Sudeikis plaintiff became increasingly anxious and stressed with Jason's tendency to seemingly require her to stay up at night after the kids were put to bed and talk where the dynamic did not occur before Olivia Wilde lived there. So there was pressure not only to be the primary caretaker, but also filling in Olivia's absence for the children. And it's like, oh, it's causing her extreme anxiety to be this friend that she's supposed to, like, take care of the kids all day, she's saying. And then, you know, now you're wanting me to stay up to be your friend and talk to you like that's what she claims they are a united front and they say this is completely fabricated that fabricated and that she has been uh attacking them and their family members for 18 months trying to get fame and money yeah so we knew that because they came out with a statement when she first did this interview with the daily mail last year and they were like this woman is full of lies and we don't know her and it's like well um she did have a bunch of texts between you guys so She's also remembered, don't forget, um, she's the woman who told us about the infamous salad dressing. Yeah. The salad dressing that Olivia Wilde gave to Harry Styles 
that set Jason Sudeikis off. Like literally he texted the nanny after she left the house with the salad dressing, took her salad dressing and left. You know, like like it was it was her that gave us this just level of detail. And I think initially a lot of us were like, ooh, sour grapes. She seems like she got caught up in their drama and she didn't like the way like their portrayal of her in the media initially was that she was obsessed with them, mm. that she inserted herself into their lives, wait, you know, like unnecessarily that she was obsessed with them. That's at least the the public version of events that they wanted us to think about her mm. although this and which totally makes sense right like if you think about it or at least yeah, there's some rationale there yeah like you could see a plausible case where you're like oh the nanny got a little too comfortable and a little too uh inserted into the family but what i think this lawsuit does and the the thing that's fascinating to me is it kind of made me think like oh actually put yourself in her position you're working for these two highly, highly successful public figures, and you are such an intimate part of their lives that you, she almost had no, I don't want to say she had no freedom to sort of like remove herself from this drama. I feel like as an employee and the kind of employee she was, she was so tangled up with their lives that she kind I can totally see why she felt like she had to pick sides and that she had to placate one person over the other because this was her job, right? Like if she says the wrong thing, if she does the wrong thing, she's going to lose this job, which I'm sure at the time put food on the table. So I can just see where, you know, she felt like she had to, you know, maneuver in such a way to protect herself. And so seemingly took sides in the texts and things like that with Jason going back and forth. But Inside, she's probably thinking, like, I did not sign up for this. I did not sign up for these hot mess, you know, express. like, uh, these are supposed to be highly successful adults. What did you say? The hot mess express. Yeah, like, I didn't sign up for this. I'm an employee. You pay me to take care of your children, not, like, listen to you complain about how your wife left you for Harry Styles and she brought her, your favorite dressing with her. Like, that's too much. And so it, I kind yeah. of, this lawsuit makes me think that she is a little less... Um, just like I want attention, mm -hmm. then perhaps they would like us to believe. Well, it could go either way, depending on what her demeanor was during the time. We, and we'll never know that. But uh, well, we might find out in the lawsuit. We might. Yes, because she also says that she was so stressed about this that she called up Olivia Wilde and had this phone conversation with her, which she thought that she was going to keep private, saying, like, Jason is really stressing me out. He keeps wanting to confide in me. And, and you know, it's just it's very up and down with the, you know, taking care of the kids all day and i just wanted to bring that to your attention and ask what i should do like i need help here because he's a mess yeah. essentially and so she yeah. thought and olivia was like oh i'm so sorry yeah that is bad but then she was on a trip to london shortly after with jason which they mentioned in the case and that jason um knew about the conversation so olivia told jason and he said do you trust me to her which she thought See, was a threat and a trap then yeah, she wanted a couple exactly, of days off because she was stressed about this, and then he fired her. Yeah, this is exactly what I'm talking about. She got unnecessary. You know, I told you this off the air, but it, I, I totally want to tell the audience, like, 
This made me think of the second season of White Lotus, Jennifer Coolidge's character's assistant. Like, I didn't sign up for this. My boss is crazy. But you can imagine that, like, assistants to, well, also the idea of an assistant, like, they need a union, those people. Because you can imagine that all those super, super rich people hiring, you know, people to be their, quote, assistants. And that they end up having to take care of things that no other person should have. You know what I mean? Like, they're privy to things they shouldn't be privy to. They witness behavior they sh- in any other workplace they would get called into HR for, right? Like, it's just... You're so right. No, they do I, need a union. And that would be better could, for them to be registered with a the union. Therefore, they would have... It's not just them calling a random agency. I just... I don't know if I could trust another human being well, outside of my rich circle. Well, and also, these people have incredible power and influence, and so if you get on the wrong side of them, they can, you know, I mean, that would just be terrifying. So I can totally understand, and again, I don't know the merits of this case. We'll find out as the case goes forward, because I, you know, despite what other people might think, I do actually trust the the justice system in this case, right? Mm-hmm. So, but my point is, like, I, I, I this seems totally plausible uh, the case that she's bringing. And I can completely understand why somebody would be in that moment, feel incredibly powerless to do anything. And the fact that she's been able to get on the other side of it um, and yeah. file this lawsuit and feel, you know, safe enough and confident and strong enough to do it. That's, you know, that's a testament, I think, to to her character. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the texts are really going to be telling also what's stacked against them is that she said that she asked for help and relief from it because if you are just going along with something and you don't ever speak up and say i don't like this behavior and i need you to back off you know she did try to do something about it by contacting olivia so if she can prove that in some way that that phone call actually happened or what the convert if there were texts or something, I think that makes her case stronger. Because if not, well, then it was just like, okay, she's just planning all along to, you know, get on his good side and then, you know, in the future make some money off of him. I think it's incredibly sad that he didn't have anybody else to open up to. Yeah, there is this whole thing where you just feel really bad for Jason Sudeikis until you realize he's incredibly successful, powerful, has tons of money, and he could just call his friends. He right. doesn't need to rely on paid um, employees to take the brunt of his like insecurity. And I'm sure the reason he wasn't reaching out to friends and family in the same way he was feeling connected to her was because she was in a, uh, a weaker power position, right? Like you, you could, because he didn't want, I don't know. I feel like if he was really trying to get help, Jason Sudeikis could find help without having to. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
to bring the nanny into the equation. Yeah, right? they just and have I to also live their think, lives differently than we do, you know? I also think that um, if this is a jury trial, I'm not sure if it's a jury trial, but it ultimately the unfortunate thing is the, it'll come down to who the jury believes. And, you know, I mean, I wouldn't underestimate the power of very successful actors to paint a picture that wasn't wasn't perhaps as accurate. And also the fact that they're both on the same page about this person makes me wonder if they're really just far more concerned with denying everything she says to protect themselves financially. That's so true. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like, oh, they have full denial. They say that her now 18-month-long campaign of harassing us as well as loved ones, close friends, and colleagues mm-hmm. has reached its unfortunate apex. We continue to focus on raising and protecting our children with a sincere hope that she will now choose to leave our family alone. But this- It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. There are a lot of reasons why people gain weight, and it's an individual thing. And Livia Weight Control Centers really will help you on your journey. Once you get started with the Livia program, you will realize the attention to care and detail that they have for their clients. Uh, I did the program, and I realized I just didn't know how I had put on so much weight and what my patterns were. And they helped me recognize those patterns and how, you know, I wasn't really taking care of my Myself when it comes to eating at uh, good times and what I was eating, and they really, really did help me lose almost 30 pounds. So join today and you will get 50% off your personalized program when you mention me, Don McLean. Spring's right around the corner, so call them 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Join today and get 50% off when you mention me. Livia was voted Minnesota's best weight loss program. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. Julia here. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It is the Dirt Alert, and we have lovely Holly Roberts to deliver us the stories. Hi, Holly. Hello. Rihanna making headlines this afternoon, not for her Super Bowl halftime performance on Sunday, but she's the latest cover model for British Vogue, along with her baby. Is she pretty? I haven't seen her yet. And Aesop Rocky. Her man. Her main squeeze. So the three of them are walking down a beach together on the latest issue uh, in British Vogue. And she's giving an in-depth interview. I've read about half of it. And uh, it's just kind of given the upshot on Rihanna's life. She lives in a big mega condo in Century City, a neighborhood in Los Angeles. And just getting to the part where she had to return her gems that she wore to the Golden Globe ceremony back in January. The gems. The gems. Just to let (laughs) listeners know, I don't think Holly can hear me, FYI. No, I can hear him. Oh, you can! Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was talking and then you didn't hear me and it's fine. What Yay, did you say? Technology. I probably talked over I you. I said you're all beautiful. Oh, you're thank beautiful. You. I wondered, I forgot they had another child together, so I was just picturing like uh, the sonogram or something on... <laughs> British Vogue, like she's holding a picture as she's walking down the beach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, someone's going to art direct that, but uh, (laughs) the photographs are quite lovely. Uh, There's Rihanna. She's holding Bebe. And uh, also the cover, yes, where Aesop Rocky's holding Baby, and Rihanna's walking down the beach, and... It's pretty spectacular photos. I need to look at it because I have all kinds of weird images in my mind that I'm uh, art directing here. I also just don't know if I could look at somebody being on a beach right now. It's going to make me sad. Oh, 
I know. Who doesn't want to be on a beach right now, you guys? I know. It's going to be negative temperatures in the next 48 hours. Stop it. (laughs) No, it's not. You're a liar. Mike, is that true? Not that we don't believe Holly. very true. I like that you go to Mike. I'm like, Mike, sign off, please. 10 minutes. And then I go home and I'm like, I don't know what the weather's going to be. I hear it like 20 times a day. Yeah. Negative two is tomorrow night's low. Stop it, Holly. Falling temperatures all day long today with some gusty conditions. Yeah. So you can escape with Rihanna on the beach and her fam on the cover of British Uh. Vogue. Uh, Speaking of beaches and oceans and water, Disney has unveiled a new teaser trailer for its live action remake of The Little Mermaid this afternoon. Oh. I'm so excited. Halle Bailey stars as Ariel, and other folks in this movie include Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, Javier Bardem as King Triton, and Jacob Tremblay as the vo- voice of Flounder, <laughs> and David Diggs as Sebastian. Well, that's great. He's from Hamilton, and he has a silky, lovely voice. Flounder? Uh, no, no, no. David Diggs. Oh, Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian. That's a great choice. Wonderful. And Jonah Howard King is Prince yeah. Eric. We're going to have Zaddy uh, vibes with Javier Bardem as King Triton. I mean, yeah. Yes, please. Yep. I would like Zaddy vibes. Um, also, can we just say, like, every time I hear Halle Bailey, I think Halle Berry. And I think, oh, my God, Halle Berry as Little Mermaid would be amazing. <laughs> I think everybody does. <laughs> yeah, including yeah. Halle Berry. I'm sure she would have loved the opportunity <laughs> yes. to have the role. Yeah. Uh, L- the Little Mermaid is scheduled to hit theaters on May 26th. And you, the 30-second trailer. Is available to watch now. Kelsey Grammer sharing details about the uh, Frasier revival, which is set in Boston. The location of Cheers, which was the origin sitcom yeah. of Frasier Crane. And he's not confirming nor denying that the famous Cheers bar will appear in this new series. Oh, that would be so exciting. I hope that they work in more Boston stuff because Frasier seemed very. I don't remember them being out and about, you know. They need to show off the city, is what I'm saying. I don't know why I always thought it was in, that they were in New York, but I know it was Boston. But for whatever reason, his, like, apartment just gave me New York vibes. Mm. Well, and in Frasier, they're in Seattle. So oh, hell. Yeah. Oh, Seattle. Okay. Yeah, they're I in Seattle. So stupid. They're in Seattle. Well, we're they both to- stupid today. <laughs> they go to a coffee shop a lot because it's Seattle. And what I else see. do you do? Yeah, yeah, they were just in the studio you know, a lot this, in the apartment, and then mm-hmm. yeah. I will say, um, I you know we we went through this whole period where reboots were like meh, or like you know let's do this whole thing that we did twenty years ago over again meh, but now with like the resurgence of like Night Court and I don't know, I feel like we're all kind of in a space where we're willing to entertain these things. Absolutely. And certainly the Barney right, Miller ho- revival will be coming to us very shortly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aww. And Holly will, Holly will be there. Thank you, Holly. Playing. When we come yeah, back. Yeah, Pagoda. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks, Holly. When we come back, Dawn's got a story about Priscilla Presley and Bam Margera right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment here. That's what you're listening to. And Mike has some blind items for us. Blinded by the item. I certainly do. Uh, let's start things off this time around again. This is all from uh, our buddy NT Lawyer over on CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Uh, this foreign-born one-hit wonder. Oh, before you start, yeah. Mike, I just realized that I I promoted the wrong segment. We did too. We, we went just to let, break. Yeah, we just let it happen. So, 
for the listeners, if you did want to know what's going on with Priscilla Presley, Don will tell us in the next break. Continue, please. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, uh, this foreign-born one-hit wonder has been showing up to NBA games in New York City to try and land any of the three players she's been sending messages to. Ooh. Mm. Foreign-born one-hit one hit wonder. wonder. Yes. Oh, gosh. Oh. Ooh. Iggy Azalea. You nailed it. Oh, my God. Look at you, Dawn. Wow. Okay. Fancy was her one hit. Yep. I don't know if you... Uh, fancy, don't let me down. <laughs> no, not that one. It was a remake, yeah. Um, no. so fancy. <laughs> Bradley, she... Uh, both... Uh, Donna actually came in yesterday, and Dawn and Donna just completely ran through the blind items, like, unbelievably well. So that is... Awesome. Uh, that's how things started off today, too. But, yeah, you nailed it. Iggy Azalea, yeah. Okay, can you so, fill in the blanks for us? Certainly. She's been showing up to NBA games in New York City trying to land uh, any of the three players she's been sending messages to. Uh, most uh, notably, she congratulated Jalen Brunson on his big performance in that Knicks game. But it sounds like she might have uh, her eyes on some of those young players for Ulterior the Knicks. Motive. First of all, if they're on the same team, that's stupid because they're all going to talk to each other, right? Yeah. Maybe they so don't that's care. if she is really. Um, Did that stop you know. the Kardashians? Did that stop I, any of these? I don't know. Uh, situations? I was going to say. I think if you're thirsty enough, <laughs> you don't care where the water's coming from. I know, but they're going to talk to each other. And why would you? I'm thinking from a woman's perspective, get involved. Like if it was a man who had contacted three people at the station. First of all, we don't date listeners. But. <laughs> But wow, I love that you went right to like imagining yourself. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, listeners. No, but if it was like th- three guys, we're all talking to each other, and we're like, this same guy sent me this message. We'd be like, no. Yeah, I think that it, the reverse, though, in this case, men are different than women. <laughs> right. So I feel like they might be like, ooh, look. But then they each you know, would know that they contacted. I know, but then you know that. They tried to talk. No, to women your would totally be like nasty. Men are like, yeah. <laughs> Ew. Okay, let's go on to uh, another. Am I wrong, one. Mike? Uh, no comment. We'll go on to the next one. This next one here. Now the actress slash director is even leaking more stories about how she might get back together with her ex. And no, I don't mean the singing ex. And no, I don't mean the disgraced producer ex. No, I don't mean the other actor ex. I mean the late night actor ex. Oh. Jason and Olivia. Or I should say Olivia and Jason. You just talked about him. Yep. Okay. Fill in the blanks So apparently, Auntie Lord, yeah, just referring to the fact that uh, we've kind of been hinting at this. He's been going into this pretty hardcore the last couple of weeks, uh, kind of leaking just little bits and pieces that they might get back together and then uh, that they'll definitely get back together. And now it sounds like even Olivia Wilde is getting in on the mix, uh, leaking some uh, some information to uh, the tabloids that they are getting back together, or that they might be together, okay. something like that. So Better for you her know, image. Yeah. So well, I was going to say, like, is. If you think about two very successful, high-profile people, like, if they didn't part on... Like, if she just got really horny for Harry Styles and went off and had a relationship and he's willing to overlook that, and there wasn't something underneath that that kept them from wanting to have a relationship together, you can imagine where they both look at each other and go, we might as well just stick it together, especially since we got kids and everybody's going to be talking about our business. We might as well just keep a united front. I mean... I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Yeah. (laughs) 
sorry. I had We're sex not. With, no. I, no, I think that, that <laughs> I want that to happen. You know, like I want them to get back together just because, you know, I, I like people to continue to work on marriage if that's if it's kids are involved. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, let's do another one. <laughs> let's do it. Blinded by the items. Uh, we'll do this one here. You're going to have to bear with me. This is uh, this is a journey, okay? Are you ready to take a journey with yeah, me? Yeah, I was kind of spacing out. And All right. You read the last one, so... Here we go. Let's settle in here. There, uh, there was no way on this earth that this Oscar nominee was, uh, who's been under the microscope recently, was going to show up for the luncheon a couple of days ago. Not a chance. The red carpet for the show is going to be... Uh, your only chance to see her and the foreign-born actress nominee also, so this is the second person, also this foreign-born actress nominee was also a no-show because she is tired of talking about getting naked. Plus, she knows nobody, or there's no chance she's going to win. She is the Kristen Stewart of this year and can get, uh, and uh, I'm going to skip that last part. We're just going to move on. I've given you enough information for these two. Okay, well, I know the second one is Anna de Armas. That's the which one? The second one. That is the second one. And she's not as good. She's absolutely sorry. She's no Kristen Stewart. I just like to point that out, (laughs) anti lawyer. Um, The first one, though, what do you think, Bradley? Oscar nominated actress. She said she's not. She's not going to the luncheon. I have no idea what kind of like. What do we know about this Oscar nominated actress? Uh, well, I'm trying to give away, I'm not trying to just give it away. They did use the term, N.T. Laurie did in that first sentence, uh, recently under the microscope. Recently under the microscope. Can you think of any nominees recently under the... Recently under the microscope actress, under the microscope of tabloids? Of all of us. All of us. Including us. Oh, well, we... Oh, Like under our microscope. Oh, yeah. Last week. Okay. Is it somebody we've already talked about today? Not today. Um, so the nominees for Best Actress are Kate Blanchett, Anna de Armas, Andrea Riseborough, Michelle Williams, oh, and Michelle Andrea Yeoh. Riseborough. There you go. Andrea Riseborough. She's not coming to the lunch. Good for you. She, she didn't come to the lunch. It was she a couple did of days not. ago. Okay. Yep. yep. I think that's so, good. Yeah. Filling it well, in. Well, I'm co- sure it would have. She didn't probably want to, A, if you're being generous, take away attention, B, was probably like, screw you guys. <laughs> I hope it's the latter. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of drama around her recently and about that nomination. But uh, again, there's no way on earth that uh, uh, Andre, Andrea Riseborough excuse me, was going to uh, be at that luncheon yesterday or two days ago. Not a chance. Uh, and then finally, the second part of that one, this foreign-born actress who is uh, Annadelle Armas. Uh, she is not uh, also going to be a no-show because she knows she's not going to win and she's tired of talking about getting naked, of course, in the movie Blonde. Yeah... Yeah, and I don't blame I hope, her. I mean, uh, you can uh, see to Leslie. You can rent it, and it's really good. Seven dollars. I was amazed by this actress. Okay, where did you see it? I think <laughs> I rented it on Amazon Prime. I'm pretty sure it was like six ninety nine. Duly noted. Okay, yep, what about that's another the only way to one? Check that one out. Yep, uh, we'll move on to the next. This pint-sized A-plus slash A-list actor is using a much smaller lift in his shoe than he's, than he's done in the past. Maybe he's finally comfortable with his height. Is this Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. 
Yes, it is. And he was, I'm assuming this is also from the luncheon because he was there and everybody was up in his business. His hairdo. Mike showed me his new hairstyle and I did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Didn't like it. Yeah. He had pictures with everybody, oh. yeah. I don't like it. I think it drags down his face, and it doesn't look... It just makes him look older, and his hair was dyed a unfortunate color of brown. Oh. Ooh. All right, fill in those blanks. Yeah, the blanks just being that Tom Cruise is apparently using much smaller lifts in his shoes than he has done in the past, because apparently he's pretty notorious for that, and he's finally uh, perhaps uh, comfortable with his height. Well, he should be. He should be, exactly. Something tells me he's not. Nice try. But, yeah, guys, don't worry about it. He had Steven Spielberg tell him that uh, he basically saved Hollywood's behind. So that's a pretty nice, you know, little motivation, little pat on the back. In what way? I mean, he's not wrong in a way. What did you say, Don? In what way? How did he save Hollywood? Referencing Top Gun Maverick's success. Top Gun Maverick. Okay. It basically of, blew the it, doors off the box office. Oh, like so it it's brought people, people back, back into, into the theater. Exactly. Okay, okay. That's what yeah, everybody's back in the theaters in a way that they were like, oh, it's never going to happen after COVID. And then all of a sudden, whoa, okay. okay, this movie, which a lot of us didn't think probably was that big of a deal, turned out being completely wrong because it just blew the doors off the box office over the summer. Right. And because it doesn't really give it's it's like a family movie. So, you know, you could bring your kids to it. Um, people that saw the original wanted to see it. Yeah, you know, it, it's kind that. of a safe bet for going to a movie and not making your grandma mad. You know, I remember going to that movie and I was sitting you know, in the bathroom in the line waiting and I was listening to two people talk. And the one guy was like, this is the first time I've been to a movie in like 25 years, 30 years. Yeah. Like what? you brought that whole generation of people that just don't go to movies. You brought them back out to the movie theater. I know it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, again, as much as we like to like poke fun at Tom Cruise, I no. mean, again, the Hollywood uh, and, and, you know, that's not necessarily the best thing in the world that that's what got people back in seats. But hey, you know, I'm sure that Steven Spielberg would absolutely feel that way. Yeah. Mike, thank you so much for all those delicious blind items. And now Dawn finally gets to tell us, even though I tried to make her talk about it way too early, what Priscilla Presley is saying about Bam Margera and that Elvis robe and ring when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Of course, in the news a lot has been Priscilla Presley, Lisa Marie's untimely death, and the fight over the will. Well, another thing that came up last week, I believe, was that Bam Margera from Jackass, who has had, you know, a lot of ups and downs and, you know, 
his sobriety has been really tough for him. Um, so the story was is that Bam knows Navarone Garcia, who happens to be Priscilla's son. And oh, okay. the story that Bam put out on his social media was that he was over there talking to Priscilla. They hung out the whole day and that Priscilla gave him two of her late husband Elvis's personal possessions, a robe yeah, and, this really, and a ring. This, this really ticked you off earlier in the week. Was it Monday we talked about it or was um, it last week even? I, it was Monday. Anyway. Yeah. It was Monday. Yeah. I screamed out while Mike was <laughs> and interrupted him while he was just trying to tell the story. I was like, no, which is so rude. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, now I understand why. So thank you. Yeah. yeah so-, so you were you were triggered by this story. So tell people why that kind of set you off. And then I know you have an update. Yes. So it set me off because I felt like Priscilla, why are you doing this? Why are you just giving something so important, important, important to Bam's to Bam to give to his dad just because he was an Elvis fan? Like, are you seriously giving him a ring and a robe? I just felt it was like, please don't do this. This is these are precious items that shouldn't be just given away to Pam Margera from Jackass. Well, and also it just seemed really awkward and a weird story. Like Bam Margera, why are you giving, you know, to and, your point, like what? And why is it she hanging out sense. with him? Yeah. So there but, were a lot of pictures and stuff. Well, Priscilla is extremely ticked off because uh, now she, uh, and her her son, they're not talking to Bam right now because Bam went in and her son asked Priscilla, hey, um, I have a new friend and he's going to come over. And so she he wanted a picture. And so she took a picture with him. But OK, so she how did he how did they end up together when you say they came over like to her house or they what? came like, to her house because Bam does know her son. So um, they came to her house. He took she thought he was just taking a picture with her. He was videoing the whole time. He Mm. put that on his social media and to make it look like they're really good friends. And she never, ever gave him a ring or a robe of Elvis's. And she said, unbeknownst to us at the time, Bam chose to circulate those photos accompanied by false information and storytelling he is a dishonest and unstable individual. And she also added, she did not give him anything of Elvis. I still have everything he ever touched. I would never disrespect Elvis, who was the love of my life, by giving away anything that belonged to him. Okay, so that was that answers my question. Because my question was, okay, did he actually get those things? So she, he just pretended that he got those things and was like, oh, look what Priscilla gave me. She loved me. And Priscilla's like, I didn't give you nothing. I just also, met you. it's still in my possession. Yeah, Right. I just met you, and I'm being gracious enough to... She said it invaded her privacy, that she's filming inside of her personal home. She didn't know he had a camera going the whole time. It's just super predatory and creepy especially in a time when she just lost her daughter and all of these things going on it made it it kind of sim- seemed like she was partying and why not do you that think she can't have a good do, time but i don't know why do you think he did this then just because you know he wanted attention or like what do you think led him to claim all of this even though it was completely not true well i think that quite honestly um 
friends believe that he's fallen off the wagon amid his sobriety mm. struggles again, which is very sad. Most recently, Steve-O from Jackass allowed Bam to come to a couple of dates of his tour. Like, that's very gracious of him because he, you know, got kicked off of Jackass 2 because of all of the problems. And Johnny Knoxville expected him to be sober, and he wasn't sober. And so he also said, then he went on to just, in the media, just drag everybody from Jackass. And Steve-O, to take that risk, to give his friend another chance, was pretty gracious of him. And this happened just, you know, recently here in the last couple of weeks or Mike, do you remember when that was? Um, yeah, it was last week, I believe. Yeah, last mm-hmm. week. And then he had to like let him go. Bam just left and was talking smack about Steve-O. And Steve-O's like, I tried, basically. Then he ends up here. So he's on a, he's on a journey right now. He's one on a journey. maybe explains why he's claiming things that are completely, you know, undeniably false. Yes. So he has replied. Well, that's frustrating. It is frustrating. Bam has replied saying, I want to apologize to Priscilla Presley and Navarone Presley for my behavior. Um, the message, that's what he said. And I'm very sorry and embarrassed. and I can't apologize enough for acting like a jackass. Um, then he said, then he said that Navarone gave me a robe and ring that I gave my dad, Phil, to be a part of Phil's Elvis stuff. I'm making okay. I'm making him a ten thousand dollar heartgram necklace because I love his band Them Guns with hopes to record and tour. I'm sorry. So he's still lying. He's still, li- but he said that he gave him a robe and a ring, but he doesn't say it was Elvis's robe and ring. So he did okay. get a robe and a ring, maybe, but it's not. It's just a robe and a ring. But he made it look yeah, like so it was. So he lied Elvis's. before, but now he's telling the truth. It's like, dude, just stop talking. That's right. Like, who knows? So he wanted to basically because because Priscilla's son gave it to him. He's claiming it's a part of an Elvis type of a memorabilia. Yeah, so if if he did get a ring or a robe, it was not Elvis's ring or robe. And you know, you'd think it's it's weird. I don't. No, Priscilla, uh, I don't know, Navar- do you say his name is Navarone Presley? I think it is. It's N-A-V-A-R-O-N-E, Navarone Garcia. I- oh, Garcia. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't know him, So, I- but it's curious that he didn't, like, come out and say, here's what actually happened. I gave him, like, this robe that I got at the hotel at the Hard Rock last right. month. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because I thought he wanted a robe, but, like... You know, like what it, what did he tell Bam about? I'm not trying to like defend Bam because God only knows, but but it is curious. Like, what's the real story? You know, like obviously there's a robe and a ring somewhere. Yeah, and he's not thinking in his right mind. Like, obviously, yeah. if he is using, you know, he's coming up with all these, and I'm just speculating, but it is, you know, he's been on and off the wagon several times, and if he's in a state where he's not sober. This seems okay to him. You know what I mean? Like, um, and so I guess we should give him some grace when it comes to that. And I just hope he gets better because it really seems like a road to self-destruction for this guy. And I'm just, I'm afraid for his future, especially since he has either one or two kids.
not sure. Yeah. So. Oh God. Anybody dealing with and struggling with substance abuse for sure. There's a disease happening, mm-hmm. but also um, within the disease happening, you can you get to make choices. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand this choice. This does not seem like a healthy choice. Yeah. Um, it also just doesn't make any sense, right? Like I guess mm, the inflated thinking that so totally makes sense coming from a person who's been sober for a number of years when I wasn't the sort of grandiose thinking. Um, is a total character trait. But again, at the end of the day, you get to make choices for yourself and hopefully he'll start making better choices. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it looks like he was going to tour with Navarone or record something. And I'm sure he had his heart no. set on that with the band. And now he's Not ruined, anymore. burned that bridge. So, uh, Well, when we come back, guess what? COVID isolation means I get plenty of time to catch up on my TV and movie backlog. And lucky you, I'm going to tell you what I'm watching. But also, I just want us to talk about ways to watch together in the age of COVID when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.